Llegó la venta en Vuelve la Alegría de JCPenney. Completa tu lista de regalos y ahorra 25% extra con el cupón de esta semana. O ahorra hasta 80% en joyería fina con ofertas Redbow después del cupón. Visita Sephora dentro de JCPenney y encuentra las marcas de belleza y perfumes que les encantan. Y aprovecha y entrega tu auto. Juntos en celebración y paz. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas del 20 al 24 de diciembre. Aplican condiciones y exclusiones. Sephora se excluye de los cupones. Detalles en la tienda o jcp.com. Your mammy, your mama, your auntie, your sister, your friends. Heck, you might even have them too. I know I do. We're going to talk about stretch marks. Are you ready? Something appropriate for us as a message. Um, and the only song I can really kind of think of. morning or good afternoon or good evening depending on where you are hi howdy welcome i'm carissa and this is beauty unlocked the podcast where we have no standard intro we just wing it week after week <laughs> what's happening on your side how's how are things how are you dealing how are you coping Have you returned to work? Are you still working from home? What is happening on your end? I want to know. You guys probably don't want to know about me or my, how things are going on my end. <laughs> But that doesn't matter because I'm still going to tell you. So on the 4th, which was on a Monday, many people started returning, going back to work. Shops started opening up again here. And uh, on Monday, I had to run some errands. I need to go to the pharmacy. I made a stop somewhere else. I don't remember where actually. And also I had cravings for donuts. So I went out and there was more traffic, which pissed me off because I was just like, ah, oh, no, what the hell? Seriously, if, if anybody knows, like driving in Cyprus is, um, well, just hold on. Buckle up, bitches, because seriously, it's uh, it's something. And um, I was like, ah, yes, now I remember. It's been it's been so long that I haven't seen, you know, movement that being thrown right back into like traffic. I was like, ah, yes, the memories are, are flooding. Yes, I remember this, you know, so it was um, it was interesting. It took me about 15 minutes to go and get some damn donuts. And then I had to stop at the pharmacy and I spent a fuck ton of money <laughs> because I didn't want to go back out because I was like, yeah, I'm not going out until I don't know when. <laughs> like, this is crazy. Some craziness here, honestly. Um, but yeah, and also, guess what? Today is, well, I'm recording on the 7th and you guys are going to be listening to this either on the 8th, 9th, 10th or later. I don't know, depending. But today is, um, or tonight I should say, is the full moon. And so, um, yeah, the energy has been crazy. There's a lot happen happening cosmically. Soon planets are going to be retrograding, or should I say metrograding, and there's going to be some craziness um, in the air. Um, definitely feeling the electricity, that electric cosmic feeling that I'm getting. Some weird-ass vivid dreams. Uh, a friend of mine uh, in Mexico, she was just like, you know what it feels like? It feels like... I remember my dreams and then like 10 to 15 minutes later, it's like somebody comes and wipes that slate clean. And I'm like, that's the exact feeling I'm getting. Like I wake up, I remember my dreams. 10, 15 minutes later, I'm like, the fuck did I dream of? You know, so it's kind of like, wait, what? What's happening? 
Um, so some very vivid dreams. Um, I don't know. Sleeping pattern is all sorts of fucked up. But hey, I, I know I'm not the only one feeling it. I know you guys are feeling something. That's for sure. Uh, so yeah, pretty much. But today, tonight is um, is the flat. Well, the full flower moon, as they call it, and it's the last like super moon of 2020. Exciting. If anybody does anything during like full moons, let me know what you do. I, I get I get into like meditation mode, going to vis visualizations. Ooh. So yeah, so tell me what you guys are up to during the full moons or actually if you have any kind of um, lunar like rituals or anything. I would love to know what you guys are up to. You can always send me those emails on beautyunlockedpodcast at gmail.com. You know it. That's where that's where you can send me emails. Let me know how you're feeling. Let me know how you're doing. Any rituals, anything. Send me those emails. I'm going to repeat it again. Beautyunlockedpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> All right. So today we have obviously a new episode. And, and so, so I, I know what's going to happen, seriously. Although it's it, it happens every week. Definitely losing words i can't find my words i go blank i'm like the hell so yeah definitely that's gonna be it's gonna be probably an issue um for this week's episode so there's gonna be a lot of editing for me today <laughs> so be prepared for me losing words or going blank or there might be some pauses where you think it might be like for dramatic effect but in in reality it's just because i forgot a word and i'm like oh uh, shit so here we go. We're going to talk about something that's quite common, uh, actually. And your mammy, your mama, your auntie, your sister, your friends. Heck, you might even have them too. I know I do. We're going to talk about stretch marks. Are you ready? I know you, you're, you probably are not ready because I'm certainly not ready. But I'm going to pull through. So stretch marks are long, narrow streaks, stripes, or lines that develop on the skin. And they occur when the skin is suddenly stretched and are extremely common, as I mentioned. So stretch marks, or tiger stripes, are also called striae, striae distensae, striae atrophicans, and striae gravidarum. I feel like I might have summoned a demon right there. What the hell? Seriously. <laughs> So we're going to we're going to call them by the more common name stretch marks or tiger stripes. So they occur on a uh, on a range of body parts including the stomach, thighs, hips, breasts, upper arms and lower back. I think I might have them in all those places. Actually, I'm pretty sure I do have them in all those places. I'm trying to think I'm visualizing myself naked and I'm thinking, yeah, I think I think I do have them in, in all those places, but that's enough about me, huh? So, stretch marks can happen to anyone with skin, but women are more susceptible. So, I um, I found a few articles that I'll be referencing. Uh, one is the independent.co.uk, BuzzFeed, The Cut, Bear.dating, Bear News. I don't, that's, yeah. <laughs> so, and also InStyle.com. So, stretch marks tend to be more noticeable on those who have darker skin types, and um, they can happen to anyone, regardless of ethnicity, gender, or size. Uh, Dr. Sybil Fishman, by the way, just to let you know, there are names. Um, there's some 
there's some doctors' names. Um, and as you know, I butcher. It doesn't matter where the name comes from, the origin of the name. Send me your name. I will somehow butcher it. And I mean no disrespect. It's just that I cannot apparently pronounce names. <laughs> so, so sorry about that. So, Dr. Sybil Fishman, who is a New York City-based dermatologist, says, Stretch marks are not related to weight itself. A very thin person can have them, and a very large person can have none. So, stretch marks happen when your body grows faster than your skin can keep up. And that's causing the elastic fibers just under the surface of the skin to tear. Uh, a Dr. Joshua... Zeichner Zeichner who's a director of cosmetic and clinical research in dermatology at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City <laughs> says typically when the skin stretches because of growth during puberty or weight gain the skin can accommodate those changes but in some cases when stretching occurs more rapidly than the skin can adjust to it this, these scars develop so initially, these marks develop as wrinkly uh, raised streaks that can be red, purple, pink, or reddish brown, or dark brown, depending on your skin color. And this is what uh, Boston-based dermapathologist Gretchen Freiling says. Um, so this is a result of the body healing itself and sending more blood flow to the area. These fresh scars will eventually fade and flatten, changing to a silvery translucent, translucent okay, or white color over time. So Dr. Melissa Doft, who is a clinical assistant professor of surgery at Weill Cornell Medical College <laughs> um, in, uh, sorry, New York. Um, she says, while men can and do get stretch marks, women undergo go more bodily changes that predispose them. So on top of the obvious facts that women's breasts and stomachs are forced to expand quickly during pregnancy, changes in hormonal levels that can lead to weight gain, such as taking birth control pills or going through menopause, also make women more susceptible to stretch marks. So aside from gender, your genetics can determine your likelihood of developing stretch marks. Some people are genetically predisposed to them, meaning if your mama had stretch marks, you're likely to get them too. And this is what Dr. Zeichner says. So while derm dermatologists don't fully understand why, it may have something to do with the overactivity of messengers in the genes responsible for scar development. Okay, that's interesting. Wow, all right. And that means stretch marks are largely outside of your control. Dermatologists agree that while moisturizing and keeping your skin healthy is important, there's no lo lotion or oil that can override your genetics and prevent stretch marks from forming. Can I read that like first sentence again? And that means stretch marks are largely outside of your control. I just had to repeat that sentence because I found it very, very important. I'm just going to let that sink in for a bit. And I actually want you all to keep that in mind because towards the end of the episode, I have a very, very important message. So stick around until the end. Don't go skipping. Just stick around. Listen to the whole episode before going skipping towards the end to hear that very important message I have. But um, let's get back to those lotions, huh? So while there should be no shame in using these products, the problem is they don't actually work. And we're going to, um, we're go we're, well, Dr. Zeichner has a few things to say about that. So creams and laser treatments can reduce the appearance of newly formed red stretch marks while they are healing by targeting the pigment containing cells. But when it comes to stretch marks that have already developed and turned white, such as mine, 
He emphasizes that they, like other scars, are permanent. Creams and oils might fade the appearance of stretch marks, he adds, but there's no data to suggest they work. Dr. Fishman goes a step further. I do not think any cream helps, she says. Uh, nor does she think lasers can help with white stretch marks either. She says patients can see modest improvement with several in-office microneedling treatments, but adds a caveat. Patients need to understand there is nothing right now that will make them vanish. See, I believe honesty is the best policy, and I love how the, these doctors are just being truthful. You can't get rid of them. That's, that's that. Fine, this might work, this might work, but getting rid of those white stretch marks, though, um, nothing will make them vanish. And I just love that. They're not the kind of doctors or dermatologists they are going to be like, come, 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 like, you know, let's, um, let's try this, like, treatment, and let's try that treatment. And they're like, you're forking over thousands, you know, to get rid of something that you have no control over, and it doesn't work, and you get frustrated. But these doctors here are just like, nope, there's nothing that you can do about it. Accept it. There's just nothing you can do about it. I love that. So while I was doing my research, I, I don't know if I have to dumb my searches down a lot of times. I'm not too sure if um, I'm, I'm wording it. It's too wordy, my searches. But um, in, while I was researching for this topic and stretch marks and stuff like that, it's one of the, out of the five articles I used, everything else was the lowdown on stretch marks and how to get rid of them. How can I make like, or how can you make your stretch marks disappear? How, and I'm just thinking, what the hell? Like, what is this? I didn't even feel like clicking on them because I was just like, right, so you're going to try to sell me a cream. You're going to try to, you know, sell me a lotion, a potion, something. And I'm not interested because I know for a fact that I, I, I can't do anything about it. So I'm not going to be clicking on your blog post because I'm here to deliver like important messages and there's no promises. I mean, I don't make promises that I know I can't keep. So there's no point of, of, of bringing people's hopes up and saying, oh, there's like a solution. Um, listen, keep your, your skin hydrated, moisturized, and, and just also the hard cold truth is you gotta accept the fact that there's certain things in life we cannot control our genetic predisposition. There's things that happen, hormonal changes. I mean, it just it's just happens. It just is the way it is. So going back to the articles that I found, I found a, an interesting one actually written by Sarah Young, and it was written about three years ago, and it's called The Rise of Stretch Marks in Advertising and Why Body Positivity is Winning. Now, if you remember, last week's episode was about body positivity, what it means, how it started, and we talked about also the saggy boobs movement and so body positivity and that concept really started what we know as body positivity today started back in 2012 and it started gaining more and more momentum so sarah young she says that in a world of photoshop mania as we know where cellulite acne and birthmarks simply don't exist it's no surprise that women struggle with self-image yes I was and still am sometimes one of those people that is included in that. One flick through any magazine or simply scrolling down your Instagram feed and whatnot, social media, and you'll be surrounded by images of models with tight tummies, gravity-defying breasts, and flawless skin. But luckily, there are some pretty major companies that are trying to do something about it, and it's a serious breath of fresh air. Yes. 
So um, back in 2017, there was a backlash against the use of editing software, um, especially when it comes to women's bodies. And so the industry was hit hard um, and an industry that for a very long time um, offered unrealistic beauty standards as the norm. Now it's kind of shifting its view. So she writes, uh, Sarah Young, that instead of us, uh, instead, us regular folks, you know, the ones riddled with scars, stretch marks, and other imperfections, are finally being represented. Yes, inclusivity. So this is nothing new, but she says that who remembers the Dove campaign for real beauty back in 2004? 16 years ago. Um, advertise, advertisers have gained momentum concerning the portrayal of realistic body standards in recent months. So just last week, um, she wrote this one, Thursday, the 6th of July. All right, so last week, week before that then. ASOS was praised for using unretouched photos of models that proudly showed their stretch marks in a move hailed beautiful by consumers. While American discount store Target's latest swimwear campaign, uh, campaign echoed the same sentiment with a photo shoot featuring a range of bodies that were all completely Photoshop free. Even Victoria's Secret, a brand that doesn't usually pride itself on showing the most realistic depictions of women, tell me about it, joined in on the act too, releasing images of model Jasmine Tukes, stretch marks, birthmark, and all. It's certainly a smart way to boost sales. Take American Eagle's lingerie division, Aerie, which saw a 20% uh, growth in sales the year after going Photoshop free for its Aerie Real mission. Uh, she continues to say that it seems um, that something's larger at play here too. The body positivity movement is changing the face of an industry which has spent far too many years slimming waists, chiseling faces, and blurring skin. Yes, because growing up and going through like all these magazines and everything, I was just like, why is everybody perfect? And why are these actresses who've you know, may or may not, but like they have flawless skin and they have perfect tummies. And like, as as Sarah over there said, like, you know, um, gravity defying breasts. And it's like, what the hell? So it kind of, uh, you're, you're kind of already being force fed a certain image from a certain age already. Um, and you're just like, ooh, well, what's wrong with me then? Like, why am I so effing different? Uh, she continues to say it's a battle uh, battle the world of celebrity is fighting too. Le uh, Lena Dunham, the writer and actress behind HBO's series Girls, recently praised Glamour magazine for not airbrushing her cellulite on the cover of its magazine. Chrissy Teigen has been praised for sharing a snap of her inner thigh which bared stretch marks nine months after giving birth to her daughter Luna. The 31-year-old model captioned the photo on Twitter, whatevs. It's a move that not only... Uh, that's not only proving effective but also necessary. Brands are strengthening their connections to consumers by taking the impossible demands pla places on both the minds and bodies of young women seriously. Um, yes, I mean, it is time to, to, to listen to the consumers. You need to show the real, the raw, the unedited. That's the whole... I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. We, we don't walk around, you know, in the streets like, you know, photoshopping as we're walking about. So it's kind of one of those things that brands are starting to like notice this um but also we we know it's also so that their sales you know so that their sales rise instead of fall and whatnot but yes and we talked about this i believe it was in episode four we talked about nike and we talked about victoria's secret and the change changes that they they recently have made so good for them 
I came across another article that was um, that was interesting as well, and it's called um, "Body Confidence." It's it's time to embrace your tiger stripes. And this article was written by Olivia Preston, and it was written in January of this year, January the thirtieth. So she says, "Tigers are fierce and feared. Unfortunately, only the latter seems to be true in regards to stretch marks." So she says, "An estimated eighty percent of people have stretch marks." If you have no clue what I'm talking about, then here's the lowdown on stretch marks. Well, we did talk about them. They are long, narrow streaks, tiger stripes, or lines that develop on the skin. They occur when the skin is suddenly stretched, and they are extremely common. Yes. Ooh, I had to take a bit, <clears throat> ooh, a bit of a pause there. Not only did I just completely, like, fuck up, but also I got confused because I have so many tabs open, and I'm like, where the hell am I? I got confuculated a bit and I'm telling you guys this because well I'm being real and raw with you this is the unedited version <laughs> Olivia Preston she continues to say in this digital age everything is airbrushed photoshopped and edited so damn true except this damn podcast so it's unsurprising that beauty standards of today have deemed stretch marks to be unfavorable uh, she continues to say that there is a change happening. We are moving in the right direction. Um, she does talk about ASOS, as we did in the previous article, and how they stopped airbrushing the imperfections from their models, and they're showing men and women uh, in all their natural glory. This visib visibility of stretch marks and normalization will reduce the stigma surrounding them and hopefully increase body positivity in women. And I'm going to put in here men across the world uh there's an instagram account she says called love your line and it's empowering women through body positivity and acceptance of their stretch marks they hope to end the stigma around stretch marks one post at a time fucking get it um i'm actually going to check love your line uh also she says that there is another uh, account called Glitter Stretch Marks. I have come across actually these pictures um, of glitter stretch marks, and it's adding a pop of gold and silver to marks to show them in all their beauty. They hope to help their 21,000 followers to heal through art. Um, maybe they have more fo followers now, but I have seen uh, pictures of this uh, on Instagram, actually, as I've been scrolling my feed or like looking for other accounts to follow and everything. So yes, and you've probably seen them too. So, did you guys know that there's a Stretch Mark Appreciation Day? Well, there is. And it was founded by Anya Harris in 2019. So, March 19th, which passed, is now National Stretch Mark Day. The day is dedicated to honoring and celebrating stretch marks. This is a self-esteem boosting holiday where you wear your tiger stripes shameless, shamelessly. Cannot speak. But shouldn't we celebrate them every day, not just once a year? Feeling empowered and loving yourself should be a 24-7 year-round activity. Easier said than done. I'm going to be the first one to confess. It's very, I mean, there are days where it's just the cosmic energy is not flowing favorably. And you just, you know, you're feeling ugh and ugh. And you're just nitpicking at every single thing, you know. So, um... Yes, it should be a 24-7 year-round activity, but there are days where it's acceptable, where you're just like, no, it's not happening. Today is just not that day, and it's okay to feel that way. Ooh, did I just, did I just rhyme? I have to listen to that again to see if I rhymed. I need to listen to that. Hold up, hold up. I did rhyme. Damn. 
I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Shit. <laughs> that flew, like that, f oh my God, now, <laughs> I can't, now I'm losing my words, jeez. That flowed naturally. Apparently the rest of what I just said did not, so that was a one-time thing. All right, so the article continues to, to say, but for, uh, for, but for many women, there seems to be a sense of shame. This shouldn't be the case. I wanted to hear what real women felt about having tiger stripes and how they embraced them. Here's what they said. So we have stretch marks are something that I've ha I've, I have had for a from a really young age. Why is it so difficult for me to like say? Well, well, we did say that I would have issues. I was the first out of all my friends to get stretch marks. I felt really insecure because they're not spoken about or normalized enough. There is 100% a huge stigma surrounding stretch marks, despite the fact that they're entirely natural and normal. The stigma needs to be broken. Women have enough insecurities as it is. And that's Imogen, um, who's 20 years old and a student in London. Here's another one. I wouldn't say I'm insecure about my stretch marks anymore. I'm sure women receive unsolicited negative remarks about their bodies and stretch marks, to be more specific. But as I get older, opinions about my body have no value to me. I encourage other women to do the same as our bodies are capable of bearing new life and plenty of amazing things. Why not embrace them? And that's Megan 20, and she's a student in Paris. Here's the last one that I'll read. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't feel phased by stretch marks as everyone has them or will have or will more or less have them at some point. However, I understand that most people will think bad of them as they are associated with being on the larger side, which the media portrays. It makes, me, it makes women feel bad about having them when they're completely natural. And that's Chloe, who's 19, and she's a pharmacy assistant um, from Leicester? Leicester, yes. Apparently, this part is not flowing. <laughs> I, got, I got a little bit high and mighty there, and I was like, ooh, I rhymed, and now I'm just like fumbling, stumbling, and trying to get through this. What the hell happened? So I just talked to you about two articles that are all about embracing your stretch marks and, you know, showing them and not feeling ashamed, which you shouldn't because it's something that is very normal and natural and you know your body just you know might might or might not or might one day have them but in all honesty we can't do much about the fact we can't stop it from happening as we mentioned before in the InStyle magazine uh article i actually found there was a part that said um that talked about uh how some women view stretch marks and the title of that was, so why can't we just feel meh about stretch marks and move on? So it says, for women who have dealt with stretch marks as a result of weight gain or weight loss as opposed to pregnancy, the emphasis on loving these scars can be equally unnerving. Despite not actively trying to get rid of stretch marks, being inundated with constant celebration about them on social media can be overwhelming. Uh, so this is what the article says. It can make someone feel wrong for not feeling that way, but you aren't doing something wrong if you don't want to celebrate them. In fact, <clears throat> what is, ooh. In fact, you're fine if you don't want to talk about them at all. So then it continues um, to say that 
Abbott, who's going to tell us her story. She says, two summers ago, I was in a pool with some people I knew. When one of the women asked me, do you have anything for those? Abbott recalls. I was confused, and then I realized she was referencing my stretch marks. I was taken aback that it was even a point of conversation. Perhaps the body neutrality conversation needs to make its way around around to stretch marks. It's okay not to love or hate them. You don't need to think about them at all. After all, constantly telling women that their stretch marks are beautiful and something to be proud of is still, well, reducing women to their stretch marks. This is the last thing we need to be worrying about. Why do we need to pick one more thing to be conscious of being judged or not judged on? This is what Abbott says. This is just an aspect of being human, like balding or cellulite. These are all just things that happen. So that's taking it from a, d- a different perspective of you don't have to love them, you don't have to hate them, you don't have to talk about them. And also there's that side of, you know, um, okay, well, we yes, like we're trying to stop the stigma of stretch marks, but some of us just don't want to talk about it. And that's fine. I would definitely love to hear your opinions on what you guys think, you know. Should we celebrate stretch marks? You know, there's a a stretch mark appreciation day. Should we be, you know, inundated uh, with pictures of women who have stretch marks? How do you feel about it? Do you think that we should talk about them? Shouldn't talk about them? Should be proud to show them? Um, I would love to hear your opinions uh, on the matter. Don't care if you're a man or a woman or whatever that you're listening to this show. I want to hear from you. You know it. You know, I'm going to say it again. You know where to send me that email at beautyunlockedpodcast at gmail.com. We've reached the end of the show, um, but I definitely wanted to, to tell you guys um, straight up, in all honesty, whether or not you decide to show off your stretch marks or, you know, show off your perky boobs or saggy boobs or tight tummy or you know it doesn't really matter your body your rules you decide what you want to show what you don't want to show it's all up to you no one should force you to show yourselves or not show yourselves no one should criticize if you do or you don't do it if somebody you know um points out apparently and air quotes a flaw of yours um you have you're you're totally allowed to either walk away or answer that person or then just say, well, you know, there's probably something wrong with you more than there's something wrong with me for you being a judgmental cunt, period. Um, although I do not endorse punching someone in the face. Although many a times I visualized punching certain people in the face. I'm just like, no, 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 it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth Walk away. Seriously. Um, so I'm going to say... Show me your flaws and I'll show you my soul. Your physical body is a vessel and it's going to go through a fuck ton of changes throughout your life. It doesn't matter if you're a man. It doesn't matter if you're a woman or whether you identify as a man or identify as a woman. It's going to go through a fuck ton of changes. We're not meant to stay the same. It's that's that's the truth of it. You know, your body is no mistake and it's really the most majestic piece of machinery that exists the human body is incredible and for sure for sure there are times where we're just like what the fuck is up with this like what is happening with my body why do i have to have these changes why am i balding why do i have stretch marks why do i have this what it just is and there's certain things that we cannot control like we said hormonal changes um you know genetic predispositions there are just things that 
I know it's difficult to accept because many men, I mean, we know this, um, men and women have felt this, that we, we've been force fed a, the, the ideal body type, you know, and, and there's no such thing as perfection because otherwise if, if there was, we wouldn't be here in all honesty. You know, you can say, oh, this person has the perfect body. What the hell is going on with their mental health? Do we know what's going on? Do we know their struggles? Do we know what they're going through? Absolutely not. And it's the same thing. They don't know what we're going through. They don't know our demons. They don't know what we've been through in our life and things like that. Fair enough, like I said in, in, in episode one, we are visual creatures and, and we, we see, I mean, we see someone. Um, and of course, you know, the first thing, is sometimes we're quick to judge a person whether it be their their weight or their shape or their color or whatever but then you got to stop and think hold up do i know this person's story is there you know what why am i judgmental what where does this come from where does it stem from who taught me this kind of behavior we do have to like self-analyze this is the only way we're going to grow we might our bodies change but we also have to grow you know, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, we, we can't go judging people for the way they look, the way that they, they dress, the way they act. You know what I mean? We wouldn't like it if it was done to us. And let me just tell you, I was a little shit when I was young. Um, I was definitely a little shit because, again, being force fed for so long, the ideal this and the ideal that and the perfect this and the perfect that, I started projecting my own insecurities onto other people and I was quick to judge. As I grew older, I was just like, what the hell? Why am I such a shit? I shouldn't be like this because I don't appreciate it when somebody judges me by the way I look or what I do or how I speak and stuff like that. So why the fuck am I doing it to other people? Again, we got to be able to, to, to look at ourselves in the mirror also and say, why are you judgmental? Where, where does this come from? What's happening? And in all honesty, it's also a, a learning experience in the sense of <clears throat> when I was that little girl, like flipping through magazines or watching, I don't know, Baywatch on freaking TV. And I was like, well, there's something there's something different there. I definitely don't think I'll ever look like this. And I definitely do not look like someone that was on Baywatch either way. But in the sense of you know I, I was just like or even going through teen magazine if you guys remember teen magazine and everything and i was like but i don't look like any of these girls i don't look like this is there something wrong with me because again it was the media like force feeding me images 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 you know and of course the same thing with you know uh people in my family or you know friends and this and that sometimes they're quick to judge like why do you dress like that or why don't you do something ab uh, about your hair and don't you think it's time to do this and don't you think and I'm just like okay I, I you know in the past I would have a very quick reaction and now I'm just like you live in the same time as I do and did and you know there's stigma still for you know in certain cultures about having white hair you know a woman having white hair I know that my dad like always tells me when are you gonna color your hair and my mama was the same thing too she was like that's not very attractive to have white hair and I'm just like in the past I used to dye my hair and I have not dyed my hair in like five years and I'm just like in all honesty it's my my genes have something to do with it also especially on my father's side we start like having white hair from a very young from a very young age you know so again it's something i can't control stress in life there's other factors and everything um 
I'm not judging people who do color their hair and stuff like that. If you want to color your hair, color your hair. I don't. I'm showing my wisdom hair. Loud and proud, honey. Loud and proud. That's the way I am. Um, but there's no mistake. You are not a mistake. Your body is not a mistake. And of course, there are times when you're going to have your aches and your pains. And again, like I said, you might have stretch marks. Your, your boobs might not be um, gravity defying for like the rest of your life and stuff like that. Things happen. We have to change. It is what it is. And of course, we can go and do procedure after procedure and, and, and try to reverse time. But at the end of the day, it's not, you know, it's only like a kind of quick fix. You know, we have the long term fixes is working on your mental health. And I know, again, being bombarded by images, for example, or, you know, the body positivity movement or, or, or whatever movement it might be. And it says, you should feel like this and you should love your body and you should. And I understand that sometimes it's like too much also. It's just like, whoa, there's no balance. It's either um, love your body or hate your body kind of thing. And it's just like, okay, well, there is an in-between. And it's okay sometimes not to love yourself or not to love like a reaction that you've had, you know, um, on a certain day. Or, you know, you thought you healed something, but then something like, um, there's something that triggers it and then you go back to old habits and we're just where how would you say it it's it's um sometimes I can understand also there are days when I'm again scrolling through social media and it says like love your life and love your body and, and I'm just thinking I'm sitting there and I'm thinking yeah not today today is not the day we cannot be on a 24-7 high it's not we're not meant to be on a 24-7 high well unless you're on something but you know, um, most cases we're not on something and we're going to go through the extreme highs and the extreme lows. This is life. This is why we're here. Like I said, we're not perfect and we're not meant to be because otherwise we wouldn't be here. So it's one of those things of um, I, and I understand because, again, it's something that I struggle with criticizing. I mean, I'm a Virgo rising, you know, I, I mean, my 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 rising sign is a Virgo and. I don't need other people to criticize me because we are the biggest critics out there. <laughs> so it's one of those things of like, trust me, I don't need anybody to judge my life or judge how I look because I do it and I, I can make myself not want to be born, you know, <laughs> if it, it's, it, it's like that. But it's, it's a constant daily, you know, um, care in the sense of, yes, it's okay to have those days where you're not feeling 100 fucking percent. It's okay. You know what I mean? You're going to come across like things that say you you must or you should or you have to. You don't you your emotions and what you're feeling at that moment are valid. And no one should tell you otherwise. However you feel. If you feel like pitying yourself for a day, pity yourself for a day. I've done it. Heck, I've pitied myself for a week. And then I'm just like, the fuck? I'm still alive. I've put this body through so much goddamn bullshit that I'm surprised that I still wake up in the morning. You know, and there are times where I take it for granted that I wake up in the morning, even though I have aches and pains. Like with my ankle, it's been, I don't know how, mu how many months that it's been plaguing me and I actually need to go to the doctor, I know. <laughs> it, it will be done. But sometimes I get annoyed that like my body gives out like and I'm just like feeling shitty and I'm not feeling high. And then there's other days where I'm on fucking cloud nine and I'm just like, woo, it's a good feeling. 
But don't think that there is anything wrong if you don't have a natural high 24-7 about yourself or loving yourself. There are just days and it's okay. So yes, we are being bombarded by images sometimes of, you know, um, the uh, ripped and toned abs and perfect arms, apparently perfect arms and, you know, chiseled faces and this and that and whatnot. But that's just an image. We have to remember this. We don't know what's going on behind that image. What is that person going through? We do not know. And then we're also on the other side being bombarded by images of body positivity and all these different movements. And that's awesome because it's it's inclusivity. And we need that for sure, because for too long, um, you know, the media and everything has portrayed only one side. And now we're seeing a variety. And that's a beautiful thing. So again, you know, it's what uh, it's up to you, your body, your rules. If you want to show off your stretch marks, you show them, be proud of them. If you don't, then don't. Nobody tells you. I mean, it's up to you. And it doesn't matter other people's opinions. And I know sometimes like words are very hurtful. Still going through a lot of fucking trauma that I need to like fix <laughs> from like childhood and stuff like that. I still have a like healing to do. And all of us do. And, and that's okay. So, and, and there are words that still are in my head from the time when I was like six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Heck, there's words from like, I don't know, two, three years ago that's still like, sometimes they go over my head, like in one ear, in one ear, out the other ear, and the other times they are just stuck in there and I'm just like, motherfucker. But then it's like a choice. And so got to work hard, got to work hard on, on, on loving myself. It's not every single day, like I said, and it's the same for you guys. There are days where we have to work extra hard at loving ourselves, loving our body, accepting and appreciating it. And then other days where it just comes naturally, you wake up, you bounce out of bed and you're like, I'm going to seize this motherfucking day, carpe dia motherfuckers. And then there's other days where you're just crawling out of bed and you're like, I cannot fucking deal. And that's okay. Both things are okay. There's, there's, no, there's no right and, or, or wrong way at living life. The most important thing is to remember that we are constantly changing and we should also be working on that mental health and we should just take it day by day. That's what I say. As I always say, also, um, it's not one of those things where I just say it for the pleasure of saying it, like love each other, love yourselves, spread some of that sweet, sweet love. Um, I mean it. Spread that love. Okay, I know with social distance, but you know what I mean. Spread that love. I'm, I'm, I'm serious about it in the sense of give yourself a compliment, even though you might not be feeling that compliment, give yourself a compliment. It doesn't matter. Um, if you keep on like repeating, repeating, repeating that compliment, your mind is going to rewire itself and it's going to be like, fuck yeah, that stretch mark is fucking awesome. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't, whatever you want to compliment about yourself. Give a compliment to a stranger, a coworker, a family member. Tell them something nice because they have the biggest, brightest smile after that. We don't know what people are going through. Um, and I think it's important sometimes to spread that love. Everybody's going through something. And especially these times now with like this pandemic and social distancing and being in quarantine, it's fucking tough check in on each other ask are you okay a lot of people send me messages and, and and i can see that they're losing their fucking minds and i totally understand because i don't have it like all together 24 7 even though i'm a goddamn loner <laughs> you know what i mean sometimes i'm just like whoo get me out of here it's time 
And then there's other days where I'm like, no, I can deal. I can deal being at home, you know? So again, the ups and downs. So when I say love each other, love yourselves, spread some of that sweet, sweet love, I mean it. That's, that's, that's all I have to say. Rant and rave is over. You guys are just like thinking, what the fuck did I just listen to? I know. I went on one of those like tangents, but that was the important message. It's okay to feel the way you do. Your emotions are valid. Don't feel bad if you're, you're not happy at the moment. It's okay. It's okay to not be happy or it is okay to be happy. You know what I mean? There is no right or wrong. So like I always say, love each other, love yourselves, spread some of that sweet, sweet love. Don't forget to spread some of that sweet, sweet love this way also. Uh, again, I, this is, I think, the fourth time I'm going to mention beautyunlockedpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on social media at, on our Facebook group and pages. I will accept you into the group, no problem. Uh, you can find us on Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. And also, we are a growing family on Instagram. Uh, so you can find us at beauty underscore unlocked underscore podcast on Instagram. So with that being said, you will hear from me, unfortunately. <laughs> you will hear from me next week with a brand new episode and maybe a little surprise, maybe an extra bonus episode is in the works. Be safe, you guys. Take care of each other. Love you. And you will hear from me next week. Bye. Wow. Llegó la venta en Vuelve la Alegría de JCPenney. Completa tu lista de regalos y ahorra 25% extra con el cupón de esta semana. O ahorra hasta 80% en joyería fina con ofertas Red Bow después del cupón. Visita Sephora dentro de JCPenney y encuentra las marcas de belleza y perfumes que les encantan. Y aprovecha y entrega tu auto. Juntos en celebración y paz. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas del 20 al 24 de diciembre. Aplican condiciones y exclusiones. Sephora se excluye de los cupones. Detalles en la tienda o jcp.com.